And when people around the world cannot discern fact from fiction because of a flood of AI-enabled mis- and disinformation, I ask, is that not existential for democracy? Ah, yes. The robots are coming. The robots are coming. Fortunately, we've, uh, we've sent Kamala Harris into the breach once again. She will smash the AI villains for us. Joe Biden signing an AI executive order. They don't need Congress to combat the threat of AI. He decided it was very important after watching the latest Mission Impossible movie where the villain is an artificial intelligence villain. This is actually true. One of Joe Biden's staffers revealed this. And in the meantime, Joe Biden is threatening to veto any Republican bill out of the House of Representatives that provides billions in aid for Israel if it doesn't also include a much greater sum for Ukraine. Of course, Ukraine funneled millions of dollars to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, and boy, that's paying off like never before, isn't it? What an investment. The return on investment for Ukraine on this has been staggering. But let's not forget how corrupt Ukraine is because Ukraine is notoriously and famously corrupt, and it has been for a very long time. The story broke uh, yesterday or a day before yesterday, perhaps, about a Zelensky aide. He's got AIDS. Zelensky aide on corruption in Ukraine. Quote, people are stealing like there's no tomorrow. But Joe Biden won't sign a standalone bill of uh, aid for Israel. He'll only sign a bill that uh, has uh, more than $100 billion in spending. And uh, more than $60 billion of that would go right to Ukraine because not enough corrupt Ukrainian officials have bought yachts and homes in Switzerland. And they need more of our cash. And they need it to be unmonitored. See, the Republicans in the House of Representatives are saying, well... We'll provide more billions and billions, tens of billions for Ukraine in this never-ending war and the, and the bottomless money pit. Uh, but we want someone to be held accountable for where the money is spent. And the Democrats scream, no, you're a racist or a homophobe or an Islamophobe or whatever they yell at you. Um, you're a Ukrainophobe. Could be a Ukrainophobe. One aide said officials were told, I love this part the best. According, this is Fox News writing, but they're lifting liberally from a Time magazine story. One senior aide to Vladimir Zelensky said that officials were told, quote, don't buy anything. Don't take any vacations. Don't buy anything. Take any of it. Did that does that ring a bell with anyone out there? Because this is good. He goes on, just sit at your desk, be quiet and work to avoid seeming corrupt. You see? But when I saw this, don't buy anything, don't take any vacations, the first thing that occurred to me was the great motion picture classic Goodfellas. Goodfellas. You know, Robert De Niro played the head of this gang. He was Jimmy Conway, and, and they robbed the famous robbery, a real robbery, Lufthansa uh, robbery at uh, JFK Airport, I think, and, and they stole uh, millions of dollars. And the head of the gang of the mafia gang that... Uh, that uh, hatched this scheme, successful scheme, uh, Jimmy Conway, he told all of his uh, fellow gangsters, 
said, uh, whatever you do, don't go out and buy new stuff. Don't, don't go on vacation. It is just classic gangsterism. Good stuff. Stupid or what? Did you hear what I said? Don't buy anything. Don't get anything. Nothing big. Did you hear what I said? What's the matter with you? See, and then one of his fellow gangsters showed up, and his wife's wearing a big fur coat, and they got a new Cadillac. So naturally, he had to shoot him in the head and kill him because, you know, he told him not to buy anything, not to do anything conspicuous. And now the Goodfellas gang in Ukraine, they're being told, don't buy anything, don't take any vacations, right? Because the tens of billions are flowing in and you want to act normal, you know, act normal. When, uh, you know, like when uh, teenagers, I was a teenager once, and teenagers are out marauding, doing bad stuff, and you, you're like, you see the cops coming, you say, act normal, act normal, just act normal over there. You wave your hand like this, furtively, and say, act normal, act normal, right? And then everybody acts normal, so the cops don't get suspicious, right? That's like that. And Volodymyr Zelensky is telling his people, don't buy anything, just like Jimmy Conway in Goodfellas. Don't take any vacations. Come on. And because, you know, Volodymyr doesn't want to have to shoot you in the head if you show up driving a Cadillac or something like that. But the, uh, the guy, and again, as uh, I found this funny, I was reading this story, and the reporter, the reporter's name is Simon Schuster. Simon Schuster. Isn't that a publishing house? Did they name him for Simon Schuster? You mean Simon and Schuster? No, just Simon Schuster. I wonder if his middle initial is N. Simon and Schuster. That's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Time Magazine senior correspondent Simon Schuster wrote about his experience following Zelensky and his team back to Ukraine after visiting the United States in September. He was here to ask for more money, of course, the never-ending fount of money. You know, boy, uh, you give the Bidens like $10 million. It's more than that, actually. They got a $5 million payment to Joe Biden and the $5 million payment to Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden was also getting paid millions for that no-show job with Burisma. And his buddy, uh, also Devin Archer, was getting paid millions for that no-show job with Burisma. They never even went to Ukraine. They don't know anything about natural gas. They don't know. But uh, now, boy, that's paying off in spades. Can you say that? Can you say in spades like that? So here it is Simon Schuster. He's traveling, and then he's reporting on uh, what he learned. And, uh, boy, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing stuff because they got the don't buy anything. Don't take any vacation. Just sit at your desk, be quiet, and work. That's one of the key phrases out of all of this. And then they, you know, they're being told to pretend you're rooting out corruption. But of course, they're not rooting out corruption. And uh, that's not the point. It's not to root out corruption. It's to it's to get rich from corruption. That's the whole point of the thing. They uh, they're pretending to fight the the corruption problem. And the the draft boards. They have draft boards around the country because of the war and everything. They fired everybody that had draft boards because they're all being bribed, right? Um, and then they found out nobody wanted those jobs because so now they can't draft anybody and nobody wants to go because the war is going nowhere and they're just spinning their wheels and all this stuff, and it's going to go on forever, but at least the U.S. is funding it. And, of course, the U.S. is helping Russia. And, you know, you see the price of oil is about to hit an all-time record per barrel because of Joe Biden's policies. These guys, I got to tell you, they are really, really something. And uh, so not only do they have this Goodfellas thing going there, and it is a perfect marriage with Goodfellas, but then uh, the, the guy admitted to Simon Schuster uh, of Time Magazine, 
that they are stealing. This is our money that they're stealing, by the way. Like there's no tomorrow. Boy. Simon, he says, because Simon's talking to this official and uh, all amid the pressure to root out corruption, I assume perhaps naively, says Simon Schuster, that officials in Ukraine would think twice before taking a bribe or pocketing state funds. But when I made this point to a top presidential advisor, a top Volodymyr Zelensky advisor, in early October, weeks ago now, he asked me to turn off my audio recorder. Can you turn that off? We're talking about corruption now. So he could speak freely. And of course he did. And he said, Simon, you're mistaken. People are stealing like there's no tomorrow. The same official claimed that the defense minister's firing did not have the desired effect because it took so long. Another advisor similarly noted that by the time Zelensky's crackdown on corrupt people, it was too late because the reputational damage was done. God forbid. They're stealing like there's no tomorrow. And Joe Biden is now promising to veto any bill for Israel aid unless it includes $61 billion more for Ukraine. Why? You know, the way Congress is supposed to work is a bill for Israeli aid would be debated in committee and then go to the House of Representatives on the floor for more debate. And um, the Democrats, because they are so corrupt at this point, and Chuck Schumer, these people, Biden says he'll veto standalone Israel funding bill. And he's on camera threatening to do it. They... They want, and the Republicans are saying, no, no, we need to restore regular order to the House of Representatives. You want $60 billion in aid for Ukraine, $61 billion. We will debate that $61 billion, and we will demand that there be some accountability as to where that money goes. And the Democrats then pound the table and say, absolutely not. There must be no accountability for $61 billion that we want to give to Ukraine uh, after Ukraine gave millions and millions of dollars to the Biden family. And the New York Times thinks this is fine. CNN thinks this is fine. 60 Minutes thinks this is fine, that there's nothing to see here. But if you want to give $14 billion to Israel, well, um, no standalone bill there. You can't have that. These, uh, these Democrats are, you know, no wonder they work so well with the Ukrainians. Just extraordinary, extraordinary stuff, honestly. Uh, your Democrat Party. Joe Biden promises to veto the bill. Amazing. Yep, that's, that's your Democrat Party. Crooks and thieves everywhere. Crooks and thieves everywhere. And we will veto any standalone bill for Israeli aid. And it's got on there pretending there's border security in there. Uh, that's a lie. It's just more money for processing illegals to come into the country so they can rape mentally disabled women in New York and then be put back on the street uh, by the Democrats and not turned over to ICE. Just, uh, just your Democrat party. Amazing stuff. Biden would veto House GOP's Israel aid package, White House says. 
President Biden would veto a package put forward by House Republicans to provide aid to Israel while cutting funding to the Internal Revenue Service. That's right. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is saying that they're going to take, you know, they want to add 80,000 IRS employees because they're only going to audit rich people, which is a lie. And in fact, one of the idiots admitted the other day that that was a lie, that, that they don't need 80. You know, the percentage of people that make more than $400,000 a year is minuscule in the United States of America. You don't need 80,000 new IRS employees for that. Um, so it's really to use against their political enemies and to threaten and menace people. And just extraordinary. Um, standalone bill of aid for Israel? No. Why no? And Chuck Schumer is pounding the table, too. There is a lot of corruption here. There is a lot of corruption. No doubt about it. Just crazy. Now, Hamas continues to wage war against Israel. Uh, let's go to soundbite number one. Christopher Ray, the FBI director, uh, who uh, told us yesterday that the terror threat in the United States is reaching historic levels. Historic levels. Uh, we have our open border. Um, we've got war in the Middle East. Thanks, Joe Biden. Good stuff. No Abraham Accord peace agreements like under Trump. Uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray yesterday. We assess that the actions of Hamas and its allies will serve as an inspiration, the likes of which we haven't seen since ISIS launched its so-called caliphate several years ago. In just the past few weeks, multiple foreign terrorist organizations have called for attacks against Americans and the West. And the United States of America and uh, here at home. And ISIS grew from nobody to uh, a caliphate the size of Great Britain under Barack Obama. And then it was destroyed under President Trump. Christopher Ray, FBI director. The ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. We also cannot and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. You think? Oh, what are you doing about it, Skippy? Or just the open border thing? More fentanyl, more child sex trafficking, more rapes, more murders, more gangs, more overdoses in high schools in Virginia. You know, CBDs, you know CBDs, CBDs are everywhere. They're putting CBD in everything these days. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused CBDs into their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, the stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, especially those stiff hands, your knuckles. I'm going like this with my fingers. It goes to work in a matter of seconds. And even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a lot less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. It's free. You pay $2.95 for shipping and handling, and that's all. Don't worry. It's not a subscription. No strings attached. They want you to try it because they know you're going to love it, and you're going to get more. You're going to buy some for mom and for your wife and for people at work. Get your free sample. It's a big sample at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the Democrats are just making everything better, aren't they? Locally. You know, it's, was it? Um, think globally. Destroy locally. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez launching an anti-Semitic attack against the Jews today, as you might expect. Where else would you launch your anti-Semitic attack? I, I, I haven't taken a phone call in a long time because the Democrats have overloaded me with their crazy today. So let's go to the phones. Let's go to Will calling from Washington, D.C. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, hi, Chris. Hey, Will. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say that... Uh you know, Biden was nominated, if, if everybody remembers, because uh, Bernie Sanders was winning and the, rad- the radical left was surging in the Democrat Party. They were worried about that. They were worried about him losing black support. And now the guy, he's losing black support. He's losing Hispanic support. He's probably going to lose some Jewish uh, voters. And he's kind of energized the radical left. So he's a failure at what he was hired to do by the Democrat Party. Uh, they're also very concerned that they're losing the jihad vote, the pro-jihad vote. The uh, the Reuters yeah. story today <laughs> and a poll today that is losing support among uh, Muslim and Arab voters, which, uh, you know, could be problematic. The jihad base, the Jewish base, the black base, the Hispanic base, he should be losing. You know, and I, it sickens me that the Democrats have created this world where we view Americans as black and Hispanic and Jewish and Arab and Muslim. Uh, we're all supposed to be Americans here, aren't we, Will? I mean, we're supposed to be on our side, but they're not on our side. So true. So well, true. That's all I had to say. Thanks. Thank you, Will. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Spill the wine, spill the wine, spill the wine, spill the wine. Your Democrat Party. Now, there is a Democrat Party leftist who's in the House of Representatives. His name is Congressman Mark Pocan. P-O-C-A-N, Pocan. Mark Pocan. He's a lefty, like, progressive caucus, meaning he hates American capitalism and humanity itself. And uh, he uh, posted a, an ex-post. He says, APEC, the... Uh, um, American-Israel Political Action Committee. He uh, is attacking APEC. Jews, you know. You know how the Democrats are these days. What APEC, no, just uh, this is great stuff. What APEC doesn't tell you is they raise money from big Republican donors. 
How dare they? And spend it in Democratic primaries against Democrats. Wow, that's called politics, dimwit. That's done every day of the year. He says, it's a cynical, undemocratic strategy. Uh, It's exactly how politics works every day of the year. Uh, Political action committees raise money, and they use the money to get their people elected. See how that goes? What What a dishonest person. What a disingenuous clown is Mark Pocan. But he's not done yet. He says it's undemocratic. It's cynical. And since they clearly don't care about dead kids, he's got dead, comma, kids, comma. So he's illiterate, too. And since they clearly don't care about dead kids, then he's got a post here to send a check to Planned Parenthood. Got to harvest the organs of 400 out of every 1,000 black babies. That's your Democrat Party. It's all about backing a conservative Netanyahu position. Uh, Yeah, they're anti-Netanyahu because Netanyahu is pro-Israel and the Democrat Party is now anti-Israel, pro-genocide. AIPAC actually responded in an ex-post, Got to admit it, Mark Pocan is a hypocrite, singling APAC out for doing the exact same thing PACs supporting him do, which is straight-up truth. Now, never mind that, because Mark Pocan, Mark Pocan pasted, uh, posted rather this, uh, this ex-post, the anti-APAC attack, and who jumped on the bandwagon? But the dim-witted Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's bushy-tailed, isn't she? She retweeted Mark Pocan attacking APAC, you know, Israelites. And and she wrote, or someone wrote for her, Representative Mark Pocan is right. Uh, She wrote that. Howard Johnson is right. It's past time for us to recognize how toxic of a presence APAC has been in our political system. Get the Jews out of politics. Out with the Jews. Then she said, they actively boost candidates who tried to overthrow the U.S. election. Really, like uh, Hillary Clinton, and and, uh, she still says the 2016 election was stolen. And uh, Terry McAuffle, he was the uh, Democratic governor of Virginia and the head of the DNC, and he said the 2000 election was stolen, and he tried to have that overthrown. They took it all the way to the Supreme Court trying to steal Florida and steal the presidential election. They're stealing elections. Because they failed, but, you know, that's okay. They actively boost candidates who tried to overthrow the U.S. election and run smear campaign on members of Congress who stand up for human rights. When she says human rights, she means jihadis, Hamas. She stands with Hamas. And so does Mark Pocan. They are not on our side. These people are not on our side. Also, if you haven't seen the video of uh, Biden, great stuff the RNC posted on their X. Biden is visibly confused after Jill, comma, E-D-D, instructs him to stand for a photo. And he's clearly just befuddled and confused, and he poses, and he doesn't know what to do with his hands, and there are kids there. Dr. Jill has little cat ears and a Hitler mustache, and that was her disguise. Nobody knows why. Sort of strange. Nothing else cat about it, just the Hitler mustache. And here they are posing with people. Oh, look, they're minorities. They, they're racists. They're racist in everything that they do. 
And Joe Biden dropped candy and had to awkwardly bend over and try to pick it up. He, he looked awkward. And then they, they had uh, our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, brought his kids, naturally. One of them dressed as the Ukrainian flag. He must be getting millions from Ukraine, too. And his daughter dressed as the Ukrainian flag. And his son dressed like Volodymyr Zelensky. So they gave him a billion dollars and a yacht in Malta. Stealing like there's no tomorrow. Don't buy anything. Don't go on any vacations. Total gangsterism. These guys. Can I just say? These guys. I'm telling you. We do have one more Christopher Ray soundbite about the terrorism threat in the United States that is rising to unprecedented levels. Historic levels is the language that Christopher Ray used yesterday. The terror threat in the United States at historic levels with our open borders and uh, the jihadis waging war against our ally Israel. And the Democrat Party has so fractured the political system in the United States. They, they try to blame the other guy, of course. It's all Trump's fault or something. But, you know, these are the people that divide us up to black voters, Hispanic voters, Jewish voters, Arab voters, Muslim voters, Christian voters, uh, because that's how the hard left wages political warfare. All right, let's get back to Christopher Ray, uh, number three. Um, Christopher Ray was asked during the hearing yesterday about uh, the terror threat under Joe Biden. Do you believe, uh, is the United States safer from foreign terror threats today? Are we safer than when Joe Biden took office, from the day he took office? Don't be silly. Think about it. Long, long pause. Long pause. Huh. Gosh. What I would say to you is that the terror threats have elevated, uh, but I also think there are a lot of things the country has done throughout law enforcement to be better prepared to deal with them. Uh, that was the uh, second part was total BS. The only part that mattered was that the terror threat is elevated. Uh, and But we've done things, you know, like the open border and uh, war in the Middle East and war in Europe and... And uh, boy, but that's okay. The, uh, the terror threat rising and rising and rising under Joe Biden. But, uh, but we've done stuff. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you what any of that is, but the terror threat is at historic levels. Just extraordinary. Yes, sir. Now, uh, Joe Biden and his administration, they, uh, they love terrorism. They're not on our side at all. And uh, there is a great reporter for the Daily Wire by the name of Luke Rosiak. And Luke Rosiak has uh, done lots and lots of great stuff. He, he really has as a reporter. And it turns out that in the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security, um, there is a woman who is a pro-Hamas, uh, anti-Israel genocidal anti-Semite, and she is, she was kind of found out because she's posting publicly, she thinks it's okay to post publicly these anti-Israel things because, you know, with the, the Democrats most of the time, it is okay. That's the, that's the thing. Um, also, by the way, the Biden administration is now in the middle of secret talks on stationing American troops in Gaza. This is an important story that the Washington Post doesn't care about. 
But the Daily Mail has it. Biden administration holds secret talks on stationing American troops in Gaza after Hamas is defeated. But U.S. officials fear deepening political peril after Israel shelled a refugee camp. They didn't really shell a refugee camp. A Hamas leader positioned himself among people that they say are refugees uh, in their own land, of course, because they're run by terrorists. But, but never mind that. And also yesterday, there was combat in the Gaza, and 12 IDF soldiers were killed uh, inside the Gaza ground operations underway because the terrorists are suicidal lunatics, and you know you got uh, that going for us. But um, but you know we're not on the right side of any of this. Now the uh, the story that Luke Rosiak had. Uh, which is great stuff, Uh, he uncovered this woman that the administration hired, the Biden administration hired. U.S. government hired a pro-Hamas PLO spokeswoman to handle asylum cases. I think we're going to have to review all of the asylum cases that she has handled. Uh, F-word, beep Israel, the government and its military. Are you ready for your downfall? This is what the Department of Homeland Security official Nejwa Ali posted. Nejwa Ali posted, Beep, Israel, the government and its military, are you ready for your downfall? She is a jihadi, I think it would be fair to say. U.S. Immigration Enforcement Agency hired a former spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization and put her in a position to determine who gets to come into the United States of America as an immigrant or as a quote-unquote, asylum seeker. Now the Department of Homeland Security, uh, she's a a Homeland Security officer, repeatedly posting pictures of Hamas terrorists parachuting in with guns and writing, F Israel and any Jew who supports Israel. A Daily Wire investigation found, but not 60 Minutes, not ABC News, not CNN. Nejwa Ali worked in 2016 and 2017 as a public affairs officer for the Palestinian delegation to the United uh, States, which, according to its own website, served as the PLO office in Washington, D.C., the Palestinian Liberation Organization. If they're not a terrorist organization, they're this close to being a terrorist organization. Well, Luke Rosiak uh, got this woman on the telephone and asked her, about supporting terrorist organizations. And Luke Rosiak of the Daily Wire posted this little clip from that telephone conversation. Why'd you celebrate the hang gliders? I will absolutely celebrate them. I will absolutely celebrate the paragliders coming in with the rifles that massacred about 230 people at the music festival in Israel. They raped at the music festival, they took hostages at the music festival, and they murdered more than 230 people, I believe. And this woman was posting celebratory, and the, this is a meme out there for Jew-murdering lunatics. Uh, and she was posting these paragliders, uh, images of the paragliders coming in with rifles on their backs to murder the Jews, and she loves it. According to her social media profiles, in which she says she's an American-born Palestinian at heart. She's from Dearborn, Michigan, a hotbed of unassimilated immigrants where thousands reportedly took to the streets in support of Hamas terrorists. 
uh, and their attacks on Israel. She's made several posts glorifying the terrorist attack on Israel, including one depicting armed terrorists paragliding into the Jewish state with the caption, Free Palestine, uh, all caps on uh, Palestine. And these people uh, with the paragliders and rifles, they're the ones that came in and murdered everybody at the music festival because, you know, that's the thing. Several of Ali's posts glorifying the terrorist attacks include a statement, respect our existence or expect resistance. Simple, no apologies, she said. She is a Biden administration um, official who is overseeing who gets to come into the country as quote-unquote asylum seekers and as immigrants. Though Ali's job at DHS included vetting people to make sure they were not a threat to the country before letting them in. This is just kind of uh, an amazing thing. You're a Democrat party. And uh, Luke Rosiek, what did she say to Luke Rosiek? What are you, you're glorifying the people paragliding in to murder people at a music festival and rape them and uh, slash them apart, and, uh, and you're in charge of vetting. And, and why did you glorify them? And, and her response was this. Why did you celebrate the hang gliders? Yes, sir. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh That's it. Um, that's good stuff. That's your Department of Homeland Security. That's the Biden administration. That's the Democrat Party. They are pro-jihad. Pro-jihad. Let's go to soundbite number six. Senator Josh Hawley asked um, Alejandro Mayorkas. Senator Josh Hawley asked Alejandro Mayorkas, about the uh, Hamas paraglider with the machine gun flying into Israel, and this it's become a meme for jihadis. And uh, the DHS employee uh, is that DHS employee still on the payroll there? This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider, depicted here with a machine gun flying into Israel. She posted it under her online alias with the celebratory "Free Palestine." She has an online alias. Mr. Secretary, what, what's going on here? Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these, frankly, pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? What have you done about this? Sounds like a good question. Have you fired her? What are things I'd like to say to you? Number one, your question. He's angry. To suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security Not is typical. despicable. It's despicable. I'm sorry. What have you This person works for the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have, have you, you fired, fired her? her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room. When Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives, you have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? Yeah, uh, how dare you? This is, uh, you know, branches of government. The Democrats don't like branches of government. They like dictatorships. It is their nature. Accountability is not their bag, baby. Extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. Our government. 
Crazy Democrats tearing down the, you know, the posters that are up of the kidnapped Israelis. Democrats all over going on ripping them down angrily and then eating them like dogs. Uh, so many crazy things to get to in so little time. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, who you might know from the Fox News Channel, an ex-post says, My kid's school sent a note saying they can wear Halloween costumes to school tomorrow as long as they don't cover their face because it would, quote, hinder the learning environment, end quote. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline, she said at the end, but apparently they didn't see the irony in their message. <laughs> they had them wear masks for years out of necessity, right? But then, also, uh, it looks like the the United States Marine Corps has canceled the annual Marine Corps Ball, the 248th anniversary ball for the United States Marine Corps. Uh, and in the message from a major general, a two-star general, C.A. McPhillips, says that they need to cancel, they regret to cancel the annual Marine Corps Ball, but they had to cancel the ball because of operational operational commitments due to unforeseen operational commitments and the nature of our current mission, the Marine Corps ball scheduled for November 16th has been canceled. Now that might be uh, something to pay attention to. Uh, You know what? Let's go to President Trump. Soundbite number 12. Yesterday, President Trump was speaking and it sounds like maybe somebody has been listening to my show and I'm glad to hear it because President Trump talked last night, yesterday, about the need to reestablish mental institutions to pull all the crazy people off of the streets and sidewalks of the United States. When I'm back in the White House, we will use every tool, lever, and authority to get the homeless off our streets. And for those who are severely mentally ill and deeply disturbed, we will bring them back to mental institutions where they belong. This is uh, a movement that needs to be happening in the United States of America sooner rather than later. Thank you, President Trump. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.